So this reading is taken from Mark 10, beginning at verse 46 and uh, finishing at uh, verse 52. Then they came to Jericho. As Jesus and his disciples, together with a large crowd, were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, which means son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet. But he shouted all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, call him. So they called to the blind man, cheer up on your feet, he's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately, he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. This is the word of the Lord. So let's pray now as we come before God and think about his word. Heavenly Father, in your presence there is peace. In your presence there is fullness of joy. We pray that now in your presence you would meet us as we think about your word and we consider what it means for us to be asking you the God of all love, the God of all power, the God of all, for that which you have laid on our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <laughs> the disciples came to Jesus after quite a long time of being with him of hearing his teaching and seeing him doing things and overhearing how he prayed to the Father and thinking, what is this man? Who is he? How does he become such an incredible person, a person that I can see living a life to the full? And eventually, one of them summed up the courage and said, Lord, would you teach us to pray? And I can just imagine Jesus turning around to them and then breathing this huge sigh of relief. So, I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> Jesus loves it when we ask. If they hadn't asked, they wouldn't have learnt. If Bartimaeus hadn't asked, maybe he wouldn't have been healed. If Alan, as we've just heard, hadn't asked in his heart, his perspective may not have been changed. If Roberto Firmino hadn't asked Jesus to be Lord of his life and to forgive his sins and to be baptized, he would not have experienced the joy and forgiveness 
and that new start that he spoke of. The Lord's Prayer contains a lot of invitations to ask, asking your kingdom come, your will be done, forgive us our sins, deliver us from evil. <clears throat> Jesus asks us to ask. He asks us to ask for daily bread. So daily bread, in other words, the very things that we need to sustain our life, the ordinary things of life. And so this morning, that is our focus. We're asking, thinking about asking the things we need. Next week we'll be thinking about asking on behalf of others, which is intercession. And the week after, we'll be looking at the question of unanswered prayer, when God answers wait or no. But this week we're asking for ourselves, and it's often called petition. God asks us to ask. Now, in my 36 years or so of being ordained, I have been in conversations with all sorts of people in all sorts of circumstances. And I have found it quite commonly to be the case that people generally are reluctant to ask for anything for themselves. I don't know whether you feel like that sometimes. It's easy to think, well, that's a bit of a selfish thing to do, isn't it? I'm happy to ask for others, but to ask for myself? Who am I to ask the Almighty God for something? Shouldn't I just accept whatever comes? You know, sort of, okay, Sarah, Sarah, it's God's will, fate, it's whatever it is, and I have to get on with it. I don't want to bother God. He's got more important things to be dealing with. And even in our story, we heard how the crowd tried to say to Bartimaeus, look, don't, don't bother the teacher, the rabbi, you know, sort of just keep going with your blindness begging and things. You know, that's what you've been all your life. The parents of those children who wanted to come and see Jesus and, and, and be with him and give him a big cuddle and a hug and to be blessed by him. Don't bother the teacher. Don't ask for that. He's too important. It's easy to think we shouldn't ask for ourselves. But it seems that God has good reasons to ask us to ask. And in Pete Gregg's book, Teach Us to Pray, and we've got some copies there if anybody would like to buy one or if anybody would like to borrow one, we've got a few copies available this week. But in this book, in part of the chapter on petition, he uh, lists three things that help us to understand why it might be that God asks us to ask. And these are the three. It deepens relationships, it nurtures humility, and it honors free will. I just want to spend a few moments um, exploring some of those, those three things. So, first of all, God asks us to ask because it is relational. It deepens our relation. The act of asking is relational. Jesus wants to be in a relationship with us. That's an incredible enough statement to say on a Sunday morning anyway. But he wants to be in a relationship, a friendship of mutual trust and love. And this act of asking can help. You think of the thief 
dying on the cross, the dying thief, one of them chose not to ask him anything, turned away and got on with dying, the most horrific death. The other one looks at Jesus and asks him to remember him when he comes into his kingdom. And Jesus turns his head in all his agony and says to him, today you will be with me in paradise. To him, not to the other. Bartimaeus cries out to Jesus, uses his name, Yeshua, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And the, the Lord, as he's passing by in Jericho, stops and hears his cry. The crowd say, call, call him, says Jesus. And he jumped to his feet and he came to Jesus. And Jesus asked him this incredible question. What do you want me to do for you? And he says, well, you know, without saying duh, <laughs> he just says like, I want to see. But, you know, it's not such a, a silly quite obvious question because he's so used to being blind that he might not have asked Jesus for that question. He might have asked for money or he might have asked for friends or he might have asked for something else. But he asks for what he wanted Jesus to do for him which was deeply, deeply significant. And Jesus says, go, your faith has healed you. When he says faith there, Faith, Jesus is meaning not about you've believed, you've sort of squeezed enough belief into your head that you've managed to cross the line and now I can heal you. You've got enough faith. But no, it's faith in who I am. Something in you has seen the greatness of who I am, the divine power at work. And immediately he received his sight, which is gift to him, and followed Jesus along the road. In other words, he becomes part of that community of Christ followers, along with all those in relationship with Jesus and each other, and relationships abound, not only with Jesus, but with all those who Jesus is leading in the dance. And so when you and I ask for something of Jesus, we are doing something that brings us into a closer relationship with him. And that's exactly what God wants for us. So the first point is it's not selfish to ask because it deepens relationship with Jesus. The second reason that God asks us to ask is because it can nurture humility which is an absolutely vital character trait in anyone who is becoming more fully alive. In asking, as you know, we put ourselves in a vulnerable place, for we are admitting our need. We are saying, I have not got it all sorted. I'm not okay, thanks. It may be a simple thing by asking, for a drink. I don't need to ask because I've got one here, for which I'm very grateful. But just asking for a drink, asking for a coffee, asking for something that is simple. Or it may be a, a asking a something that is life-changing, asking a person to marry you. 
or asking somebody to be a friend. Whatever its expression, asking is an act of faith and trust. It is the opening of our hands in surrender so that our hearts may receive, believing that they are willing to give and meet us in our vulnerability with love. So Bartimaeus could have kept quiet. He might have not drawn attention to himself, and yet he was prepared to be open publicly about his need. Being blind, he, it was often believed in those days, as we know, that in that culture it was a sign of God's curse, a result of his sin or his parents' sin. But Bartimaeus was admitting his need, the need of God's mercy and forgiveness and undeserved grace, and that takes humility. Blessed are the poor in spirit, said Jesus. Blessed are those who need who know their need and are prepared to ask for grace and mercy. So it's not selfish to ask because it nurtures humility. And lastly, the third reason why God asks us to ask is because it honors our self, uh, our free will. It honors the free will that God has given us. It shows that we are serious about what we're asking for. We are being intentional, we are choosing to ask. We're making a decision of our wills. It is incredible, isn't it, that God's love is so pain-bearing that he's prepared to give us free will. He's prepared to let us reject him, to ignore him, to be apathetic to him. I mean. It's extraordinary that God should be so loving as to let us go. But he does it because it gives us that dignity, it gives us that place of being able to choose, to be free to reject. God is a God who invites us to use our free will to ask him for the gifts that he has for us or to ignore them. Free to follow Christ or to forget him. And God's love is such that though he longs to be gracious to us, he waits until we're ready to receive and we make the decision to ask. Pete Gregg uses this wonderful phrase in his uh, chapter on petition. He says of God, he comes where he is welcomed and waits to answer till he is called. So blind Bartimaeus calls out. He shouts out to the one he recognized could help. He could have chosen not to and he accepted and he could have just accepted the status quo. He could have thought, this is my fate, this is my destiny, for he was well used to being the blind man. He had a certain station in life and there was some stability in that and that can be true for us. We can sometimes want happy to stay where we are because that's what we've always been like. He could have been swayed by the crowd and chosen to stay that way, but he didn't. He didn't. From deep within, 
the thought rose up that he didn't have to remain blind. And so he chose to ask that he might be blessed. And with confident faith in the son of David, he cried out from the core of his being, Jesus, I choose health. I choose to follow you. Have mercy on me and change my life. And Jesus stopped and said, call him. So they called the blind man. Cheer up on your feet. He's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside. Just leaving the past behind. He jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. Jesus asks him, what do you want me to do for you? And the blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road or in the way, as it's somebody sometimes translated. The way, that was what the early Christians were called, followers of the way. So faith in Jesus is referring not to faith that he could be healed, but rather faith or trust in Jesus that he was great enough, powerful enough to heal and restore out of compassion and love. And that's what Bartimaeus asked. So I want to conclude by just saying that third thing. It's not selfish to ask, for God has honored us by giving us free will. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just amazing. We are free to ask. So what's our object for this Sunday? I've got this pair of, of hands, open hands, ready to ask and to receive. We've had here a penguin, wonderful penguin that reminds us of the fact that we're in our element when we are like a penguin, we're swimming in, in the sea, not trying to waddle around on the land. We've got a, an apron that reminds us of the significance of Suzanne Wesley, when she put her apron over her head to pause to pray. And her children, and all nine of them, knew that was not a time to worry her then. And this week, we're thinking about these hands that are open, ready to ask, and in asking to receive.